Faith, Hope and Love, episode 237, the 13th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. Even our Lord hesitated at the enormousness of the cross. At the Garden of Gethsemane, he prayed that this cup of suffering could be taken from him. But then he wonderfully added, But not my will be done, but yours, Father. Nobody rushes towards suffering or prefers a cross. The mystery of the cross is a difficult but central reality in the life of Christ and of all of us. And in life there are many little crosses as we journey along our path. Helen Keller, the American author, political activist and lecturer, who was also both deaf and blind, said the most extraordinary thing once, and it's challenging and difficult to comprehend this message, but it's the message of the cross. The following are her words, and this is what she said motivated her life. I thank God for my disabilities, for through them I have found myself, my work, and my God. Wow, what an amazing outlook. One that actually transformed everything she did and said. Because of And despite many major obstacles in life, she did not let that stop her. And God's grace raised her up in life and in the next life, of course, too. This is Faith, Hope and Love. When I was a child My youthful heart when it was running wild But wiser now, I will rest those ways Though somehow, a part of me can say For faith, hope and love abide And the greatest one is All people clap your hands, cry to God with shouts of joy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace to you, and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome everyone as we gather in mind, heart and spirit to celebrate the 13th Sunday in Ordinary Time. My brothers and sisters, to prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good.
let us pray as children of the light. O God, who through the grace of adoption chose us to be children of light, grant, we pray, that we may not be wrapped in the darkness of error, but always be seen to stand in the bright light of truth. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the second book of Kings. One day Elijah was passing through Shunem, where a wealthy woman lived, who urged him to have a meal. So whenever he passed that way, he would stop there for a meal. She said to her husband, Look, I am sure that this man who regularly passes our way, is a holy man of God. Let us make a small roof chamber with walls and put there for him a bed, a table, a chair and a lamp so that he can stay there whenever he comes to us. One day when Elijah came there, he went up to the chamber and lay down there. He said to his servant, Gehazi, what then may be done for the woman? Gehazi answered, Well, she has no son, and her husband is old. Elijah said, Call her. When the servant had called her, she stood at the door. Elijah said, At this season, in due time, you shall embrace a son. The Word of the Lord Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. I will sing forever of your love, O Lord. Through all ages my mouth will proclaim your truth. Of this I am sure, that your love lasts forever that your truth is firmly established as the heavens. Happy the people who acclaim such a king, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face, who find their joy every day in your name, who make your justice the source of their bliss. For it is you, O Lord, who are the glory of their strength. It is by your favour that our might is exalted. For our ruler is in the keeping of the Lord our King in the keeping of the Holy One of Israel. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. A reading from the letter of St Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, all of us who have been baptised into Christ Jesus were baptised into his death. Therefore we have been buried with him by baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. But if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. 
We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy people. Praise God who called you out of darkness into his marvellous light. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Chapter 10, verses 37 to 42. Jesus said to his apostles, Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it, And whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Whoever welcomes you welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple Truly, I tell you, that person will not lose their reward. The Gospel of the Lord Throughout my life, there have been many times when I've witnessed that wonderful Aussie characteristic of giving a bloke a chance, of digging deep in times of trouble. Through droughts and fires and numerous other disasters, people have done amazingly generous things for their fellow Australians. And that generosity has spurred the rest of us on to make some sacrifices ourselves, when at first we thought it didn't have anything to do with us. Now that type of generosity is infectious, and if done with a good spirit, it brings its own rewards. We take care of our own is now a proud part of our tradition. But who is our own? And what does taking care of really mean? And when does it start to become a bit of a burden? How do we respond when those who don't come from our tribe or our traditions, our lifestyle, what happens when those people need that chance? Certainly one of the most confronting issues in our world at the present time is the crisis surrounding refugees. People who, for a range of reasons, find they can no longer live in the country of their birth and must seek refuge elsewhere. Every day, hundreds and thousands of people 
find it necessary to gather their family, their belongings and search for security away from the place that they believed would be safe for them. You can only imagine what despair these people must have grappled with when they finally decided that the danger of departing was a better option than staying where they had established their house, their employment, their family and its traditions. May we never know the trauma of having to take such desperate measures. I wonder, do these people ever know what will greet them when they arrive at some new place? Will they be greeted at all? Or will they find a country that will reject them like they were some distant invader? The only way these desperate people will survive is if they are welcomed into this new and often vastly different society. In the sacred tradition of Israel, hospitality was regarded as one of the chief responsibilities of a caring people. The stranger, the outsider, the wayfarer, anyone outside their home territory, all were regarded as people who were in need of special care. Now the reason for this was enshrined in the law, if a stranger lives with you in your land, do not harm them. You must count them as one of your own countrymen, and love them as yourself. For you were once strangers in the land of Egypt, says Leviticus 19. So we should not be surprised to know that while this law was held as sacred, when people eventually settled in their lands and became established, they started to worry about their own security before that of others. Eventually they no longer looked to their community, their tribe, for help, but they started looking after their own property. They started to care for only those that they knew. By the time Jesus was born, the people of Israel had settled into the land of Palestine and since they were no longer a wandering people, they had land and security. They had all they wanted, their values had changed and so did their connection and responsibilities for each other. In the Gospel of Matthew, we hear clearly that Jesus was born into a place where he was not accepted. He had no security and had to be taken to Egypt for safety and shelter. Now, from the beginning of his life, he had to rely on the hospitality of others. In fact, the whole of Jesus' adult life seemed to be one of taking to the road with his band of itinerant supporters. Where could he lay his head in a land of strangers? And as they leave their own region of Galilee, they become refugees who have to depend on the hospitality of others to receive them and welcome their message. It would seem that people did welcome these disciples, particularly those who needed to hear the good news they were bringing. And those who welcomed them as holy messengers from God did receive their own reward in the form of healing and forgiveness. They came to discover that the message of a loving, forgiving God was not a finite community like their land and belongings. They discovered that their hospitality was not a matter of bed and breakfast and then goodbye, but rather it was the act of opening their hearts to the visit of God who came in the person of Jesus. So in doing so, they caught something of the goodness and values that Jesus showed them. Their lives changed because of his visit. And that, of course, is where hospitality begins, with an open door and an open heart. Yes, it does extend beyond being comfortable. 
It goes beyond offering others some immediate assistance in the hope that they might go away and leave us alone. Hospitality is ongoing. And supporting the stranger means first listening to what they have to say and then providing practical support for them in their quest for belonging. We profess that generosity to the needy is now one of our proud Catholic characteristics, but it's often tempered with the concern of, what do I get out of this? And how long does this generosity last? Is it a question that our country must also ask itself? because it has no easy answer for the stranger seeking to live in our country. Yet if we as individuals are not sure about our answer to this problem, how can we expect to have any influence on the rest of the community? We offer no example to others if we are not prepared to practice what we profess to believe, if we only take the comfortable bits of the gospel message. I suppose it comes down to seeing if we believe what Jesus proclaimed when he said, People won't lose by their generosity to the cause of the gospel. As he tells his messengers, anyone who welcomes you welcomes me, and those who welcome me welcome the one who sent me. In the end, it's always God who is our guest. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there He will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. In Jesus, God has come to live in our world. Let us pray for our needs. For the family of God, that we will give without counting the cost. Lord, hear us. For those in need, that by our actions, great and small, we may proclaim Christ's presence among us in practical ways. Lord, hear us. For those who minister in difficult circumstances, that the Lord may help them carry their crosses. Lord, hear us. For this worshipping community, near and far, that we may welcome the stranger without hesitation. Lord, hear us. For all who are suffering in body, mind and spirit, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace, and give strength and consolation to those who care for them. Lord, hear us. For those who have died, 
that through the power of the cross, they may come to eternal happiness with Christ at the banquet feast that never ends, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God ever-present, we humbly ask you to listen to our prayers. Bring us to your kingdom, where Jesus is Lord for ever and ever. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. O God, who graciously accomplished the effects of your mysteries, grant we pray that the deeds by which we serve you may be worthy of these sacred gifts. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For we know it belongs to your boundless glory that you came to the aid of mortal beings with your divinity and even fashioned for us a remedy out of mortality itself that the cause of our downfall might become the means of our salvation through Christ our Lord. Through him the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence for ever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, 
and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognising the sacrificial victim, by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Saint Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant, Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy for ever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy be for me protection in mind and body, and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe to eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. Communion Antiphon Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all within me his holy name. Here is a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. May this divine sacrifice we have offered and received fill us with life, O Lord, we pray, so that bound to you in lasting charity we may bear fruit that lasts forever. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks so much for taking this time with me to listen to God's word and to praise God and to experience spiritual communion with God and with one another. We praise God for his goodness and care always. And have a wonderful week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth. The Mass is ended. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants from the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009 by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin by Geoffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13, music by Paul Kelly, Today I Arise for Patricia Kelly by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged with additional lyrics and sung by Stephen Kelk, 2019. Production by KER. May God bless and keep you.